Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. It is an honor, as always, to connect with you all. And as the days and weeks jet past us like a runaway train, I'm always trying to slow down <laughs> these moments just to embrace God's goodness and his generosity that only he can perform. You have to understand, people of God, we are in and we are living in an information age where constant change happens in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And I understand, people of God, that these changes are necessary. But there are some basic things that need to be foundational. And fundamentals are essential when changes are constantly moving at warp speed. The Lord wants us to know that He is our foundation. That we can rely on Him no matter what circumstance or situation occurs in one's life. You can depend on God. Yes, you can depend on God. How's everybody doing in the podcast airwaves? <laughs> Listen, I just want you guys to know from the bottom of my heart that I love you all with the love of Christ. And before I launch for today or tonight's episode, there is a passage of scripture that I want to read for your hearing and that this these scriptures support how great is our God and how trustworthy he really is. So I'm reading from Psalms 33, verse 4. Psalms 33, verse 4, and it says, For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. People of God, his word is upright, meaning his word is honest, his word is just, his word is conscientious honorable and God's word means having or showing a strict regard for what is right so to be upright implies a strict adherence to moral principles think about all the types of indi individuals people who do not demonstrate being upright <laughs> I know a few right off the top of my head, and I know that you guys know a few as well. We celebrate people whose scrupulous ways stand for an overhaul, who refuses to practice morality, whose ethics are swimming in mud, and their convictions and conscience when it comes to living upright have been seared by their practice of sinful desires. But on the other hand, God is always at work in our lives. Whether we see it or not, whether we feel it or not, God is constantly working on changing our attitude, teaching us how to love, showing us through his word how to forgive, helping us to walk on the narrow path in order for us to find life. The Lord is moving us higher for us to soar. Because when the enemy is trying to convince you to 
think small about yourself and the abilities that God has placed inside of you to shine. God sends messengers to minister to your lack of faith. God's moral principles have escaped our grasp because we have relied so much on our abilities rather than applying his principles to our lives. And guess what the good news is? <laughs> well, I'm glad that you asked. That God is faithful. 2 Timothy, the second chapter, verse 13, says it best. It says, if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he is not able to deny himself. <laughs> Listen, God can't help himself not to be faithful. He's faithful to us when we have said some things, done some things that were disrespectful and evil. We have had moments when we think that we are deceiving God with the way we conduct ourselves in private moments. When we did not spend quality time with him in prayer. When we praise others for stuff that God actually performed the miracle. When we took credit for awards or achievements that without God opening the door for you to walk in, none of these blessings would have been possible. So people of God, let's understand that with life moving as swiftly as it is, with the commotion that happens when you have placed great demands on your time to achieve success, let's stop, let's hit the brakes, and let's take some time to give God thanks for all that he has done for us and for our lives. He's been good to us. And there's an old saying that, that says that he's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. God is good and he's worthy of all praise. Amen. Amen. All right, let's get into today or tonight's episode. And this one is where the Lord impressed upon me the need to talk about what's going on in our world. Right now, emotions are running wild. People are upset about things because it appears to them that our world that we know is falling apart right before our eyes. And when we know that people are losing their lives because of ignorance. And ignorance is a disconnection from revelation or vision from God. Now listen, Proverbs the 19th, uh, I'm sorry, Proverbs the 29th chapter verse 18 says it best. It says where there is no vision, no revelation of God and his word, the people are unrestrained, but happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. Violence in the streets. Neighborhoods are becoming more fearful. And it's up to God's people to provide order to a world that's out of order. You see, we can't get caught up 
with our own personal disorder when it comes to our daily lives. If we can't provide peace in our families, if we allow Satan to have his way when it comes to the personal relationships that we have with those closest to us, how can we how can we make a difference in the world if we're caught up with our own personal disorders? But have you ever been around someone who demonstrated strength because they spoke with an authority and power that opened an opportunity for healing to take place and a better way of handling conflicts and disagreements in a way that provided harmony and tranquility to the lives of others. Today or tonight's episode is designed just for you to stop waiting and waiting and waiting for others to take charge of a situation or circumstance, but that all of us in this world can display this power that comes from God to be effective agents for the Lord. And so today or tonight's episode is just for you. And so the title of today or tonight's episode is entitled, Where Are the Peacemakers? <laughs> Where are the peacemakers? Now listen, the definition of the word peacemakers simply means one who makes peace by reconciling parties that are at variance. A peacemaker is someone who emulates Jesus, who is called the Prince of Peace by working to reconcile people with God and with each other. A peacemaker is a person who takes the initiative to get involved in conflicts with the intention of building bridges between parties who are at odds. The reality is, people of God, conflicts are going to happen in life. But many times, conflicts occur when individuals who are rebelling against truth, and these individuals will try to twist a counterfeit truth to receive personal gain. There is hate, and then there is the peacemaker. There is misunderstandings, and there is the peacemaker. You see, the peacemaker's main objective is to prevent chaos from spreading and to put out the raging fires of discord out, to snuff it out with God's wisdom being the foundation to stand on. You see, our world functions so much better when peacemakers are positioned to snuff out the disconnection. And as believers, the Bible instructs us to make every effort to live in peace. And this is found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. The Bible declares, make every effort to live in peace with everybody and to be holy. Without holiness, the Bible says, no one will see the Lord. We need more individuals. We need more people to operate as peacemakers. 
Even though Peacemakers is not a glamorous title, but it is, it, it is one of great importance because without Peacemakers bringing unity and order to our world, we will be swept away with hate and vitriol and that the next generation of leaders will never understand the foundational tools that God has left us. We will never be fully capable of becoming everything that the Lord created us to be. Now listen, before we continue, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled, Where Are the Peacemakers? Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief, or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me, so thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into today or tonight's episode entitled, Where Are the Peacemakers? Let's go straight into the word of the Lord. And we'll start by speaking from St. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. St. Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. And it says, Jesus talking to the multitude, he says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Now, this passage of scripture, Jesus saw a great multitude of people following him. Many of these individuals were frustrated with their current situation and were looking for answers. This is us today. We are searching for answers to the uneasiness and the constant struggles that have that have invaded our lives. Jesus sees the crowd and knows their mental makeup. Jesus proceeds to preach a sermon on several life-changing solutions to their current situation. Now, time won't allow for us to go through all of them, but we are going to focus on just one for today or tonight's episode. Jesus tells the multitude and he tells us tonight or today. He says, blessed, happy are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. This gift of peacemaking prompts apologies, acts of restitution, refusing to seek revenge and humbly serves other people and loving the enemies that are trying to keep us in status quo. So let's learn of the rewards that happens in one's life when you operate as a peacemaker. Now we're going to be coming from the book of James chapter 3 verses 16 through 20. James chapter uh, chapter 3 verses 16 through 20 and it says it like this. It says any place where you find jealousy and selfish ambition, you will discover chaos and evil thriving under its rule. 
heavenly wisdom centers on purity, peace, gentleness, deference, mercy, and other good fruits untainted by hypocrisy. The seed that flowers into righteousness will always be planted in peace by those who embrace peace. So here in the book of James, we recognize what causes disorder. Jealousy and self-ambition. I'm going to say that one more time. Jealousy and self-ambition. So let's break down the word jealousy. It is a passion of particular uneasiness, which arises from the fear that a rival may rob you of the affection of one whom you love or the suspicion that he or she has already done it. Or it is the uneasiness which arises from the fear that another does or will enjoy some form of an advantage which we desire for ourselves. Jealousy is the apprehension of being superior. The enemy's mission is to make you jealous of something that you desire. And look what happens when jealousy becomes injected into your life. A relationship strained or separated. A conflict that keeps you from being in harmony with others. Then all of a sudden anger sets in. Your inner light is shut off by you. And now you live in a dark place because you are so bitter that you now function with this disease way, way, way too long. Then you have the word selfish ambition. Selfish ambition. Ambition is defined as an intense drive for success or power, a desire to achieve honor, wealth, or fame. So people that got to be anxious in the worldly sense is essentially to be determined to have more than your neighbor. It's that old saying that he with the most toys wins. Ambition strives to be number one. But Philippians, the second chapter, verse three says, let nothing, let nothing Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. You see how these tools the enemy uses against us to bring chaos and thriving under its rule into the world that we live in. But let's continue to read what God expects the world to live by. He says in verses 17 through 18, he says, Heavenly wisdom centers on purity, peace, gentleness, deference, mercy, and other good fruits untainted by hypocrisy. Verse 18 says, 
the seed that flowers into righteousness will always be planted in peace by those who embrace peace. So you see, people of God, peacemakers plant flowers. (laughs) Flowers provide beauty when things appear to be cloudy and dingy. Flowers bring warmth to cold, frigid temperatures that leads to things coming to a standstill. The peacemakers is one who sprinkles seeds of righteousness into the into the interruptions and confusions that dominates the landscape. People of God, we need for everybody, and I mean everybody to step up and set aside your own feelings, your position on certain issues. If the outcome is going to create more difficulties. So when you become a peacemaker, you will be planted in peace. When you become a peacemaker, you will be planted in peace by those who embrace peace. It's critical. And lastly, St. Mark chapter 9, verse 15. It says it like this. Salt is a good thing, but if it has lost its zest, How can it be seasoned again? You, meaning me and you, should have salt within yourselves and peace with one another. I want to read that verse one more time. It says salt is a good thing, but if it has lost its zest, how can it be seasoned again? You should have salt within yourselves. And peace with one another. Being a peacemaker, uh, being a peacemaker, preserving things that have lost its zeal for life, is the reason why peacemakers are so important. We all love salt. <laughs> well, most of us. <laughs> but it says, but if it if it has lost its zest. If a person is tasteless to truth, you must, as a peacemaker, create an opportunity for them to get their flavor back. But it starts with you. Salt within yourself is looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Maybe that's the reason you won't be a Peacemaker is because you lack salt. But the only way to become flavor, flavorful is to get the right ingredients from God. Colossians, the fourth chapter, verse six says, Let your conversations be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to Answer everyone. And when you study God's word, when you spend quality time with God, when you stay away from things that make you tasteless, when you understand your responsibility in creating an atmosphere of harmony, when you stop being the problem and become a solution, 
God can use the gift of a peacemaker that's inside of all of us to shine in the midst of darkness. Let us become peacemakers. Let us all become peacemakers. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Tonight or today, let's change our world and let's bring harmony to a chaotic world in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for all of your many blessings. We thank you for your loving kindness, your tender mercy. We thank you for just being so good to us. And down through the years, you have been faithful to us. You are trustworthy. And we thank you for just being there through our ugly, through our sinful ways. You remain faithful to us. And so today or tonight's episode, Lord, I just pray that this message of hope that you have provided for us, that we will embrace being a peacemaker, to be a difference maker, to provide solutions to those who are lost, who are bitter, who are angry, who just don't understand what's going on in this world. That God help us to embrace being something of a liaison for you, oh God, a mediator for your people, that we will always strive to live in harmony with everybody and that we will become a, a, a vessel for you, oh God, that we will always strive to change an outcome that looks disastrous, that we will see and recognize what the enemy is trying to do when the enemy is trying to bring disharmony and to bring separation from your people to you, O oh God. God, we just ask you, O oh God, just to give us insight, help us to study your word, help us to receive revelations from you so we can be in good standing with you because we are practicing your law because your law is good. Your law is, is perfect. And so God, I thank you for what you're doing for the people around the world. Continue to strengthen them, oh God, because you said in your word, blessed, happy are the peacemakers because they are sons and daughters of God. That's what we strive for each and every day. So help us to be in tune to what's going on and give us the words to minister to those who are disconnected from you. We'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. And we ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled, Where Are the Peacemakers? <laughs> this is Pastor Phil, Full of Life Ministries. I hope that you really enjoyed this particular podcast of being a peacemaker. If you're enjoying the podcast, you know the deal and you know the drill. Continue to share the podcast with your friends and your family, to your co-workers, to your church family, whoever may be looking for something that will bring them hope. Please share the podcast. And if you are led to this uh, support us financially, 
please do so. You can go to any of our platforms, Spotify, Google, Anchor, Spreaker, whatever platform that you listen to, just click on to the support the ministry. Give what God has placed on your heart because we want to be difference makers. Beyond peacemakers, we want to be difference makers for the kingdom of God. So just be prayerful in that regard. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, it is fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we are here to support you in all areas of your life. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.